Thanks for joining us for another episode of Bar Chat Shorts, where we turn back time and revisit past episodes, just extrapolating a tiny nugget of conversation as a little taster for the full episode. On this episode of Shorts, we're going back to an early episode. In fact, I think it was the last episode of our first series, uh, where I was joined by Eduardo Gomez and Dino Moncrief to talk tequila. We actually split this episode into two parts. There was so much juicy content there. Anyway, this is from the first part of Tequila 101. And in this clip, we are discussing, well, tequila horticulture, really. How agave plants are grown, um, the harvesting, the spacing apart, how Don Julio revolutionized all of that. Anyway, uh, I won't go on any longer. Just enjoy this clip. And if you do enjoy it, be sure to revisit the original episode. In the highlands, you find this beautiful red soil, mm. uh, high in minerals, whereas in the lowlands is dark soil. That's why maybe the vegetal flavors and notes come from. And also, we have to remember that for tequila, for the tequilana blue weather, we need to to wait five to seven years for the plant to to be ready. So. Throughout those five or seven years, the plant goes through different periods of stress and different periods of of cold nights and mm -hmm. very hot summers, right? So it does it does really uh, impact both the soil and and the altitude. Mm -hmm. So um, when it comes to planting them, they tend because I've, I've been in the agave fields before. They 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 have quite a lot of space in between the plants, right? These things are not kind of shoved in together because presumably they they need quite a lot of room when they get bigger. They have these these long. Is it pencas? Penca? Penca? Yeah, penca? Yeah, the leaves? Yeah. 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 Um, sticking out so they're, they're planted what sort of size are they when they're actually put into the ground and then what size can we expect them to grow to in that kind of six to eight year period well i think when they plant it is around 30 centimeters mm. i mean it's a properly baby yeah. and then they will grow up to 1.2 1.5 meters high yeah i would say okay and and size wise as well can um can vary and we spoke about this um this part of the one of the unique uh, characteristics of don julio uh and from a production point of view as well specifically that uh, don julio when he planted his agaves he planted them further apart than anybody else because he realized by doing that in highland areas that there's a very good chance that it will get obviously they'll get more sunlight and that would impact that the the flavor uh, profile at the end and the, the agaves would grow bigger um, and uh, and he, he he was right, and that actually became um, uh, an industry standard practice after Don Julio um, used his great knowledge and innovation. Okay, cool. So when did that happen? Uh, that sort of first initiative to plant them further apart. That was before. I mean, when he he was experimenting quite a lot from 1950 all the way up to, but say 30 years is a long time to experiment. But yeah, he was. They really do take a long time to grow, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, you do it once and yeah. you make your tequila and you go, mm, not quite right, not quite oh, right. come back again yeah, in eight years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at that point, he was actually growing his agaves for up to 12 years. So, yeah, I mean, he probably had three experiments and the third one was was a charm. So That's um, like a life dedicated to, right. a working life dedicated Absolutely, to Absolutely, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, in that point, I mean, his first brand was, was uh, Tres Miguez and that was um, launched in 51. Uh, well, ready in 51 and then launched a little bit after that. But then... Yeah, you're talking about Don Julio as we know it now in the in the 80s, really, is where, where everything in the early 80s is where he sort of perfected his craft. Um, so, yeah, a long time experimenting. But 
around that time in the mid 80s um it would have been yeah sort of people realizing that don julio was doing something very very unique and then um, adopting his methods as well that's one of the things that i said when i've been to mexico and i've i've visited other distilleries and i say that there's a lot of respect for don julio and people tend to have open arms when you go to see them that they also do talk about the you know the production and and what he was like as an individual and a quite often say that he was a humble man but he was a, he was a genius and he was an innovator if you found that interesting then you're going to find the original two episodes super interesting because eduardo and dino are fonts of knowledge around all things agave so do go check them out may 2020 they were originally published and they're episodes 10 and 11 on your podcast feed and if you haven't already make sure you become a diageo bar academy member Head over to diageobaracademy.com for the latest industry news, events, and inspiration. And subscribe to get it emailed to you. Thanks for joining us. Until next time. <laughs>